Welcome to Speed Movie Minute, the podcast where we break down the 90s action classic Speed one minute at a time. And where we always try to run into cars above 50. I'll be your SWAT officer, Roger Wistar. And I'm the wildcat behind the wheel, Bentley Michaels. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah, you got to watch out for that, Bentley. You're, mm-hmm. you're not aiming very well. <laughs> this is minute 49 of Speed. Uh, this minute starts with Harry explaining to us the psychology of a serial bomber. And it ends mm. with Mac assuring Jack that he will clear the traffic ahead of the bus. Mm. So... I'm not going to lie, Bentley. I'm going to need you to carry me on this minute because last minute I had a lot of thoughts and a lot of notes. And this minute I can fit all of my notes on like a quarter of a page. Mm-hmm. So this is this this minute is going to be your time to shine, my friend. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, here's the deal. Uh, first, we should get to Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Well, and that then was I will I tell you first. all of my notes. I have so <laughs> okay. many. Oh, good. Um, maybe the, the roles will reverse. Maybe you can, you can, so to speak, drive the bus. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so in our last minute, uh, we got a chance to meet uh, Loretta Jean Crudup, who plays uh, unnamed bus passenger. Uh, and this is her very first acting role. She was cast mostly for look. I think, like some of the other passengers. And so mm-hmm. my question for you was... Uh, we need a cast of characters on that bus. You do. And this you definitely get the United Colors of Benetton. This is a very... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of different people on this bus. Um, so I'll give, you, I'll give you plus or minus five years on either side. How old do you think that Loretta Jean Crudup was when she made her acting debut in Speed? It's either insanely old or insanely young, uh, because the family that taught me... <laughs> She's not 22, if that's what it's going to be. Right, right, no, 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 no. But, like, the family that taught me how to tap dance, and they were on America's Got Talent. They were called the Hot Shot Tap Dancers. And they, I, I knew them since they were little kids. And their dad... I had no idea at one point. I was in my 20s at this point, and they're like... Yeah, it's dad's 68th birthday today. Come over to the house and like, and I was like, your dad is 68 years old. Like, <laughs> well, and, 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 and the phrase black don't crack, like it's 100% true. I was like, your dad is 68 years old. He looks, he looks as old as my dad. And he's in, at that time, I was like, he's in his early, you know, like late forties or early fifties, basically, you know, not, not, not. Dissimilar. So I'm going to say. I think tap dancing just keeps you in really good shape, Bentley. I hope you look well, as good. Well, he didn't tap dance. Oh, I see. He didn't tap. His kids tap dance. I understand. But um, but I, I'm going to say that this this woman, I'm going to say that she's in her. I'm going to say she's 52 years old at the, at, at the point of this uh, recording. Oh, you know, there is a incongruity between the story you just told and the guess that you just made because uh she's actually 59 oh um, i mean how you how did you did not really give her enough credit i think for looking uh quite nice uh, even almost on no the- I, I i i i went lower because i assumed that she was probably younger than 
like what she was playing. Oh, so you're basically I, I guess saying the, she looks like an old woman. <laughs> and, and of course, how dare you? But <laughs> but but no, like I'm gonna I just tell, I'm gonna tell that, like, you said that that you charged her an extra uh, seven years. You think she looks older? Loretta, than she come was. on the podcast. Let's talk about your age. It's all good. Like, what are you like? You know, ninety four now or something like that. I don't know how yeah, math works. I wonder if she's with us too. <laughs> yeah. So so she was almost sixty. Wow. How crazy is that? She to, looks great. Uh, yeah. Was she A, she looks great. And B, how crazy is that to like start a new career at 59? Sure. Well, uh, what was the stuff she was in after this? It's not a long career. Like, but, okay. <laughs> but between, between the two of them, they, I think, have fewer than 40 credits in the IMDb. So it's not as well. Though, that's, well, I mean, that's still pretty good, though. You know, you're right. And I think she, she certainly continued to milk that I'm in elderly black grandmother it's uh, better than like like some of the like i know you've mentioned people on here before that it's like this was like their only credit or they had like one or two credits total like including this on the bus so like 40 like that's what's up all right bentley you said you have so many notes about this minute so, so many notes where would you like to start uh my first note is man we really get a bunch of day players in this in, in this minute. Like the day players just get their shine. Who who are and, you thinking about? Uh everyone on the bus. I that that's what I call the day players. Everyone on the bus. Everyone like like there's so many like throughout this minute there's just like a bunch of cuts to different people and like you kind of start to get to see the cast of everyone on the bus and like that you know the day players really get to shine. Uh, not necessarily doing anything. Time out. Bentley, are you sure your your notes are for the right minute? We literally don't see anybody on the bus in minute 49. This is the minute where Harry tells us how serial bombers work, and then we see, uh, like, you don't get to see the other passengers in this minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, 49, right? Yeah. What was I talking about then? I don't know. Oh, just... Go take a look at it again. It's it's Harry and the police officer. It's Harry in the police station for 45 seconds, followed by Jack, followed oh! by Mac on a Never mind. I understand my notes now. Is this for tomorrow's minute? Nope. I understand my notes now. Okay, tell you what. Why don't we take Here we it, go. Why don't we take it back? All good. Uh so so Bentley, you said you have a lot of notes about this minute. So where would you like to start? Okay, the day players, which are the other two cops in this scene, you know, they really get to shine. And, you know, they get to interact with, like, the superstar that is Jeff Daniels. And, like, it, it's it's such a cool thing. Like, you know, maybe that was, like, an eight-hour shoot of them, like, just doing that one scene of all the different angles. So though, like, you know, the female cop, the guy cop sitting down or whatever, the female cop leaning up against the door, they get to interact with this guy. That's, you know, a movie star or whatever. And, you know, like they just get like their moment and it's such a cool thing. And I think Jeff Daniels does such a really cool job of just like playing it. Cool. He's still kind of hung over. He's still a little bit foggy, still a little bit grumpy, and he's like, wait a minute, what? And like, he's interacting with the female cop leaning against the wall, the guy cop, like Lena. And it's just such like, uh, 
you know, it's such a cool moment, I think, for those actors. It's probably something that they talk about as actors if they're still acting or if they're at a 4th of July, you know, barbecue or whatever. <laughs> they're like, dude, this one time on Speed with Jeff Daniels. And, like, I just kind of got that vibe from that scene. No, you know what? I think you're right. I mean, so I- I'm going to give these two actors... Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give the uh, the actor who plays Robin, uh, the woman, I'm going to give her a, a little more credit because she does pop up in other places in the movie. She is unfortunately going to meet a very combustible demise along with Jeff Daniels mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. on. Um, the guy on the right, you're right. We we're not going to see him very much and her career. So, you know, this is Margaret Medina again. Um, she's got 10 credits in the IMDb. So I think that the way that you describe that is a hundred percent, right? Like this, this has got to have been the highlight of her career, at, which was very short. <laughs> yeah. And I love the double take Harry does. And it's something I forget the line. It's like, I want to look, uh, I want to look at the, I want to look at something. Yeah, so he says, so this is when um, he's essentially saying, uh, you know, bombers are very monogamous. They have one routine and they like to do it. And this is where, sort of like Dr. Watson, she says back to him, you know, this guy, uh, he's an encyclopedia of bombs. And that's that's when the tumblers kind of click into place in Harry's head. And he says, I want to look at the files. And I want to look at the, yeah. That's, and she says, we already did that. And he said, no, 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 not the mugshots. I want to look at cops. Pol- cops. Yes, exactly. And the thing, <laughs> the, the thing that really got me, because it's obviously this is far before the Matrix, but if you look at the computer oh, in the background, yeah. it's such a Matrixy green screen computer background it seems to like constantly be downloading something with information it's just going like da 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 you know and you just see like that little computer screen with like green letters you know just like the matrix i thought it was a funny little thing that obviously they didn't mean to tie in but for me you know hindsight being 2020 i'm like that's a good keanu reeves connection yeah, exactly. I wonder, I was like, uh, so I wonder two things. Like, whose job it is to program fake computer doing stuff? Because um, there's, I'm sure that gets you a pretty steady stream of work around this time. It kind of <laughs> reminds me, like, when I was a kid, you know, this was the, the, the heyday of the Apple IIEs, which all had these hideous green screen monitors like this. And I used to like to go into whatever computer lab or whatever computer I could find, break out, break out of whatever program it was actually like running off those floppy disks and just type in like a three line, uh, Apple basic program that would just print out like Roger is the best over and over Mm -hmm. again and just like set it off to run. And then I would just walk away. Um, yeah. and you would get something a little bit like this kind of meaningless green scrolling text. Yeah. My only note about this particular scene is sort of right about, so it's like at second 16. And I talked about this on yesterday's minute as we were attempting to be a forensic football historian. Mm-hmm. If you look over Robin's right shoulder, there is something hanging from the window. Uh, it's a skeleton with a white wig and 
dark sunglasses. I wrote down voodoo head. Okay, so I wrote down crypt keeper. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you have any knowledge of that that show from the nineties, Tales from the yeah, Crypt? Yeah, yeah, Tales from the Crypt for sure. Can you? Danny Elfman did the theme song. He did. And since yeah. since you are the best voice actor that I know, can you attempt to do Crypt Keeper for us? Yeah. Uh, can I look it up one second? Oh, sure. I just assumed right. you had that one in your bag. Poor little fellas. When I think of their childhood. Oh, yeah. I go, okay. I it's got not it. that hard. If if you have an Andy Circus Gollum in your back pocket, that's basically Poor the Crypt Keeper. Poor little fellas. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh God! All right, stop doing Gollum. I need you to come back to me and do the Crypt Crypt Keeper. Keeper. Yeah, come back to me, Crypt Keeper, which no one has ever said before. (laughs) Can you? I've heard they're going to reboot that series if they haven't already, and get someone else to reboot the the character of the Crypt Keeper. Can you, as the Crypt Keeper, say for me, Harry? There's enough C4 in this bus to blow a hole in the world. Harry. There's enough C4 in this bus to blow a hole in the world. Thank you very much. <laughs> the funny thing about the Crypt Keeper was he was very, he was very whimsical. Like, yeah, he wasn't evil. It was like, he was like, it's like if, if Arnold Schwarzenegger aged to 120, lost 75% of his body weight and could, and only had catchphrases left. That would be what the Crypt Keeper was. Or he was sort of no, like... Yeah. It's fantastic. You know, it's, uh, you know I, I love to creep the, you know, keep the crypt and uh, do, do all the things that uh, you know, people are excited to do. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful time to be uh, 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 somebody who is in uh-huh. the, uh, the jungles of the, uh, uh, of the dead, so to speak, or whatever. Wow. Hello, okay, yeah, let's, that, <laughs> let's, let's not do that mashup again. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I, I enjoy that little Crypt Keeper skull. That's what, for me, places this movie in October of whatever year it's being set in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else you got? You said you have a whole bunch of notes. Okay, so I wrote, um, you know, the double take, uh, uh, but also like I love the double take of of Harry. He's he's kind of like, like he does that double take and he goes, and then he says that line that we were talking about earlier. But I love that little acting moment from Jeff Daniels. Um, some great green screen computer background. Uh, seems to constantly be downloading something, which is like the Matrix thing I was talking about. And like, it's like classic crazy guy, you know, you know, uh, a fort or whatever in which he's got computers. You don't have to know how technology works. You just need to know that he has technology and he's going to use it to his advantage, maybe to like a story point later on. Or if not, it's in the background and you know that he's like a psycho guy that can just do whatever he wants, Hmm. you know? And then I thought it was really funny. I think it's in the police officer office. It's, you see it on the wall. It's just like the little doll head. I just wrote down voodoo head. I thought it was really funny the these little doll heads that were like hanging around or whatever. That is funny. We just we just talked about that though. I know. I'm just saying the, the I'm I'm going back through all of these things. Okay. And then I like 
the cops, they have an impossible task. Oh yeah. Have- so I want to, I want to give Margaret Medina again. I feel like this is Margaret Medina's minute. The, the extreme eye roll that she gives Je- Je- uh, Harry when she realizes that she and this poor other schmuck are going to have to now go and do another like hour of incredibly tedious research. Like she is not happy to have to go back and look through a different set of files. Right. Like that, yeah. that's the, the only person who can do a better eye roll than that is my 14 year old son, <laughs> which we've had. And he was a wonderful guest on the podcast. Yes. He, he was, he was on his best behavior. <laughs> um, I think the sound work. So at the end of this minute, we do get some nice kind of interplay between Mac and the helicopter and yes. Jack in the bus. And I would say throughout throughout this movie, they do a really nice job in the sound work uh, of Mac in the helicopter, where it, it it sounds really good. Like, you can clearly hear what he's saying. Yeah. But somehow they've managed to sweeten the sound so that it also sounds like he's talking through a headset in a helicopter yes. that's loud. Uh, I, I put down musical notes. Like I always write musical notes, and I go, Mac, clearing the roads for the hostages, of course, because he's Mac, but also just like, yeah, he's in that helicopter, and he's like, yeah, they've got a great vocal effect on where it's sort of muffled, and he's kind of like, you know, it's got that, that sort of crackly feel or whatever. And then you got the of the helicopter, and it's just like, you know, it's. Yeah, it, it's a great piece of sound design. I love helicopters. I love people on radios, that sort of stuff. Like, it, it's such a cool thing, for sure. What else? That's all I actually have. Oh, okay. Like, uh, we, we talked for so long, and to be fair, we did 20 minutes almost, so. That's plenty. That's plenty. Uh, here, are you ready for today's, your, your second-to-last pop quiz hotshot of the week? I'm so excited. All right. I, I, I would like to see you kind of pick yourself up off the mat. It's been a little bit of a dry spell for you this week. <laughs> I have a feeling that you're going to get this one because oh I think it's even if you guess, you're probably going to get it right. So so this is the minute where Harry essentially gives us a Cliff Notes version of uh, Bomber Psychology 101 from his class at the Academy. And... So my question for you uh, has to do with serial bombers. So probably oh. the most notorious serial bomber in American history is uh, Theodore Ted Kaczynski. Sure. And I would just like you to tell me what was his nickname? <laughs> what, was, okay. what was he colloquially known as during his and following his uh, reign of terror? So I'll look forward to hearing that answer from you for that very cheery question uh, at the top of uh, Friday's show. <laughs> you know, oh, Bentley, serial bombers are not a laughing matter. I expect you to approach this podcast with a degree of professionalism. Why do you why do you always laugh at the things that I say that aren't supposed to be funny and never laugh at the things that are supposed to be funny? Because I'm a comedian and that's what we laugh at. You're right, I guess so. Well, okay. I understand. So Oh crap. 
I just love Carnage, I just Carnage love... and Murder is your laugh lane. Now that I know that, I will tune the podcast. That's my love language. Yeah, yeah. Not your love language, your laugh lane. But hey, oh my laugh language. You oh, can, my man. you can, uh, you can <laughs> go whatever direction you want with that. All right. Well, oh crap. Before, Let's get out of yeah, here. Get it? Okay, please get us out of here. Oh, those wacky serial bombers. Go ahead. Oh, so many bombs. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us on today's Speed Movie Minute. Please make sure that you've uh, liked, subscribed, rated, all that sort of stuff so we can climb the charts and take over all other podcasts in the entire world. Uh, if you want to hang out with us at Speed Movie Minute on Twitter, speedmoviemin at gmail.com. If you do know about bombs. <laughs> And then if you've got, uh, you know, feedback for every single episode, join our Facebook group, Bus 2525. We'll be there hanging out, talking with all of you. And, uh, you know, if you're playing along with Pop Quiz at Spotify or our anchor page and you can go against me, the oh, man, it's a special extra episode and Roger's going to curate the crap out of it. He's going to he's going <laughs> to he's going to bomb your senses. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with more Speed Movie Minute. But until then, and as always, in the immortal words of Sam the Bus Driver, this ain't no bus stop.